Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I am the tailfin road locomotive. You can't polish my chrome so clean. We can fly off into the sunset together. A rusty old American dream still running. A rusty old American dream. And a Saturday morning time once again for our long-running car care show. Denny Long here with ASC certified technician Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive on beautiful Grand Avenue in uh, St. Paul. Dan, good morning to you. Good morning, Denny Long. How are you doing? You had a good week, I hope. I am doing well. Yeah, I had I had a I had a good week. I had a little cold that I had to get through this week, which is unusual for me. I don't usually get that sort of stuff, but you know, with all the holidays and and it turns out in my family there was a lot of it going around. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, a lot, yeah. lot of sharing of those viruses uh, lately. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm hearing a lot of folks with uh, ailing. Well, I hope you feel better and. And uh, on with the show, right? The show yeah. must go on. The show, the show must go on. Here I am. And, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, welcoming any kind of a car care question you might have, Dan. Keep in mind, Dan will be taking his leave about 745 this morning. So uh, don't wait. If you think of uh, something or if you have some issues with your car, your truck, your van, and you need to bring it in for service and you want to know what you might be facing or your vehicle might be facing, uh, let uh, Dan try to give you a little analysis over the air. Uh, either at six six five one, either a text or a phone call. We always like to hear your wonderful voices uh, talking to Dan. Or if you uh, find it easier to send Dan a text, that's fine too. Uh, just one number six five one four six one nine two two six for either your phone call or your text question for Dan this uh, this Saturday morning. Um, there's in fact they're already coming in here. This is in re- regards to to a this is a good question. A cold snap. Uh, the car's in the garage two days, and then I drove it a mile to the gym on icy roads. Uh, thought about driving more for the battery, but it's just it was too icy. Uh, do you think it's hard on a battery to drive just a mile when it's extremely cold? <laughs> that is a good question, Denny, and that is true that uh, it is hard on a vehicle, and more than the battery, but especially the battery, to go through the process of getting the car started and uh, warming it up, turning on you know, the heater, the blower, the headlights, all that, and then driving it just one mile, the battery does not have an opportunity to recover from... Uh, 
from that experience. It the, the in order for a battery to really charge, the vehicle needs to be uh, needs to run off idle. In other words, faster than idle. Uh, in order for it to be charging good, when we do an electrical system check, we you know speed up the idle a little bit when we test the alternator to be sure that it's capable of of charging properly. And in order for it to charge properly, it needs to be running at a at a faster speed than at idle. I, ha- I had an experience with this once, Denny, where a customer got up and and got, you know went out, started her car, uh, turned on the seat heater, turned on the steering wheel heater, and the headlights and uh, drove to the coffee shop just a few blocks away, parked out front. Uh, this was several years ago. You wouldn't do this anymore with the way the world no, is. No, for but, sure. But she parked out front and left it running for 45 minutes while she went in oh. and had coffee idling. And it idled long enough for the battery to actually go dead with all the uh, electrical accessories that she had turned on. You know, the battery went dead. and So even course, it was running. It was idling, but it was it running. Was, but that It was idling, idling but, the time, but the amount of time that it was idling with all the accessories that were on, the battery was actually discharging, and it discharged long enough for it to go dead. The car stalled, actually. Oh, but you know, we went and jump-started it and got it started again, and, and the alternator was charging fine, but with everything on, it's not charging fast enough. And this had been her experience. She doesn't never drove very much. And so for days, the vehicle had been mostly discharging. And uh, my point being, anyway... That uh, the or the 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 texture is exactly right. That that is hard on the battery, and you do need to at least from time to time take it out. You know, run it down the highway if you can, and and for a period of time, for a half hour, yeah, and get it charged back up when the when the weather is severe and cold like this. But don't let it idle for forty five minutes while you're having coffee. Don't. Do well, that. that's wrong. I know it's wrong. But <laughs> now, uh, just a question here: what? What if she had done that very same thing, but leaving all the accessories off? Well, that would make a difference. You know, the, 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 all of our heating things, we talked about this last week, yeah. uh, that we can't live without anymore, like a steering wheel, a difference. You know, the, difference. The, the, all of our heating things, we talked about this last week, yeah. uh, that we can't live without anymore, like a steering wheel heater and the seat heater. That stuff takes a lot of energy, takes a lot of uh, amperage from the battery to to operate that stuff and uh in doing so it's it uh uh you know it, the the car tries to keep up but just can't it's just it, you know the alternator needs to turn faster than idle allows it to do yeah wow what a story yeah uh then another text uh, says good morning gentlemen i have a 2013 silverado with the feature of switching from four to eight cylinders as driving dictates my research, they say, and advice from others indicates this could be harmful to the camshaft, lifters, etc., and be a potential costly repair. Should I install a device that eliminates this feature and keeps the engine running on eight cylinders full time? You know, uh, um, <clears throat> that is very common where uh, that is a problem, and a lot of people have chosen to have that actually disabled and... Uh, there are shops in town that will uh, reprogram your computer to disable that uh, uh, f- feature. 
so that it won't switch from two cylinder or from eight cylinder to four cylinder because it is hard in the engine. And they've actually proven that it doesn't do that much to improve your gas mileage. So I know Lan or uh, Carl down at Lancer Service in St. Paul uh, reprograms those to uh, disable that feature. And uh, and it works great. Uh, we've taken cars down there and had that done, and uh, and it uh, it does a good job. Uh, and there don't there does not seem to be any consequences from doing that. And you know, I know we often get questions about uh, with people who have the vehicles that at a stoplight or whatever will will shut off and then start up again when you. Uh, are those readily disabled? Because I know you've mentioned that in the past. Some yeah. vehicles you can disable, or can all vehicles be disabled? With no, that? that's a little different because that that yeah. uh, you know has to do with emissions, and so that's a different deal. This turning off the the four and eight cylinder thing does not seem to have an effect on the emissions at all, uh, and in fact is you know way better uh, for the engine and seems to not have any any bad consequences for doing it. Okay. It's actually a feature that you buy when you buy the vehicle. It sounds like a good idea, but it has just proved not to be that great of an idea. Huh, interesting. We need to quick uh, take a quick break, Dan, so hang on. We'll uh, do that very thing and come back on the other side. We have many more text messages. If you want to call in uh, and ask your question to Dan, that's great, too. Keep in mind the number for text or phone, 651 461 9226. Well, right now at uh, 24 degrees in the Twin Cities, we may hit uh, 34, but we could see areas of uh, freezing fog, patchy fog, chance of drizzle mm-hmm. and snow on this uh, New Year's Eve day. 24 now here, 830 WCCO. Happy New Year from all of us here at 830 WCCO. We are in the midst of our car care show. Danny Long here with ASC certified technician Dan Burns, who is, uh, you can find often at uh, Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul. Tell us where you're located there, Dan. Well, thanks for asking, Danny. We are at 982 Grand Avenue, which is right, right between Lexington and Victoria in St. Paul. You can find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.net, LL. O-Y-D-S, LloydsAutomotive.net, or give us a call, 651-228-1316. And we'll make sure that you get that information before Dan takes his leave uh, this morning, which is close to 745 or so. So don't wait. If you have a car care question like a lot of folks do, give us a call or send us a text, 651-461-9226. Keep in mind, in the 8 o'clock hour, we're going to be doing another Smart Garden show. So if you have any kind of lawn or garden question, we welcome those at that time. Let's go back to the phones, Dan. Joe is calling in from Isanti, I believe, this uh, this morning. Joe, what's your question for Dan? Yes, uh, my son has a uh, probably about a year old Ford 2.3 turbo, four-cylinder, and uh developed uh he was had it running in the driveway and he happened to smell something so he raised the hood and he had somewhat of a profound oil leak on the front of the engine i don't think he's got more than twenty thousand on it maybe even less than that and uh he said it's not dripping it's running and he said it's be from this on the front of the engine it, but he said it's behind the alternator and of course how everything is all packed in there you'd have to dismantle i don't know how much to, to actually determine i'm just curious if dan had uh, heard of any problem like this 
Well, I ha- I haven't heard. Did it just start when it was severely cold, or or? Uh... Well, he he had just driven it up from Kansas City, and and I don't think it started on the drive from Kansas City, or he would have run out of oil. Right. And so when he was parked in your driveway the morning that this started, was it really cold? No, it was. He had already driven it to, uh, you know, done a like a, a twenty mile trip to the store or something. He yeah, said it was I'd... already down a quart. Wow. Yeah. I'm, you know, was... I don't know. I, the reason I was asking about cold weather is I've seen uh, in severely cold weather where the gasket for the oil filter will sometimes blow out. And uh, if that happens, it's a it's a significant leak. I mean, it, yes, that would certainly cause it to run. But uh, it doesn't sound like that's exactly what happened. But I think you know there are. I don't have that diagram right in front of me to to know how the oil it flows. But I wouldn't be surprised if with the turbo and all that, there is a a hose of some sort that carries oil and. Uh, in in uh, you know with I know it doesn't have many miles, but it seems like it sprung a leak somewhere, and I would suspect that it's probably coming from a hose or something like that. And I agree with you; it's probably impossible without getting it up on a hoist and taking some stuff off to see where it's coming from. So uh, I would be very cautious about driving it, uh, you know, to have it checked out. But it sounds like that's what you're going to have to do: either drive it or have it towed. If you're going to drive it, you know, stop every little bit and be sure that there's enough oil in it. You certainly don't want to run out of oil and make the problem uh, worse. If it's only got 20,000 miles and is only a year or two old, it's probably still covered under warranty. And so uh, you'll probably want to get it to the dealership and and see what they can do about it. Okay. Good luck, Joe, with that. Uh, Texter says this, are you familiar with hmm, catch cans installed on vehicles with a turbo? The uh, question is, are they effective at reducing carbon buildup and sludge from accumulating? I'm not sure. Uh, I've never heard of that. Yeah, I'm I'm not familiar with that either. I'm not sure what the, what a catch can is, if it's an aftermarket thing that they're talking about. But uh, I'm sorry, I can't help you with that. I'm not familiar with that. Okay. Here's a hybrid RAV4, about 18 months old. When do I need or do I to need to replace the battery in my fob? I just did one of mine at home here the other day. <laughs> I do too. Uh, well, there's a too. light that comes on sometimes on the dash. Yeah, there sometimes there's a warning. And uh, if off on many, probably on that vehicle, actually, if you look at the maintenance schedule, it's on the maintenance schedule, which would have it every year or two, you uh, change the batteries. If you just search the internet for that, you'll find the procedure. It's It's very simple to just snap open that cover and uh, replace the battery. It's just a you know battery you can get it at uh, at any drugstore or anything, uh, and or or any shop. We we stock them all and uh, actually give them to people for free. <laughs> so, uh, but but it's a very simple procedure to change them. They should be done every year or two. One thing that I will tell people is if you are uh, out and the battery in your fob goes completely dead, if you look in your owner's manual, you'll find a procedure where you can hold the key fob right up against where the button is that you push to start the car, and the car will start anyway, even though the key fob is dead. It'll, mm, it'll read it the other way. 
So there is an emergency procedure if your key fob goes completely dead. But, you know, to keep your door locks and everything working properly, the the fob needs to be powered up with a good battery. And so uh, to just do those routinely as a maintenance thing is a really good idea. You still recommend using the real key once in a while? I do, I do uh, for multiple reasons. One is so that you remember how to do it. But second, <laughs> using the real key once in a while? I do, I do uh, for multiple reasons. One is so that you remember how to do it. But secondly, <laughs> to, to you know, uh, put that key in the door, move all those tumblers, and know that the, that the, that the mechanical key will still work in the door uh, is a great idea. So, yeah. so do use that once in a while. Excellent. Dan, we have a few more minutes to go on the show. We're going to have a look at the weather as we head to this break. And, again, hang on. We've got more questions to get answered here on this New Year's Eve day here from News Talk 830 WCCO. Stay with us. Papa's in jail. <laughs> Good Saturday morning to you. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. With the remaining minutes, Denny Long here with Dan Burns, ASC Certified Technician at Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul. We'll get you his phone number in just a moment. Dan, I know we're almost out of time. We have callers and we have textures. I'm going to save these text messages. We'll open up the show next week with those very texts, so I appreciate our listeners' patience. A couple of callers we want to help out there. George is calling in from Little Falls this morning. George, thank you. What is your question, please? I got two questions. Uh, they always have trouble with brake lines resting out on vehicles, and you can buy aftermarket stainless steel lines that don't cost much. And also, I heard they're going to change a law that you have to get your vehicle inspected for safety for spongy brakes and rusty frames coming in about three years. Do you know anything about that? Uh, I have not heard anything about uh, inspections coming into place. Which would be great. I would, uh, I would encourage that. I think there's an awful lot of not safe cars on the road, uh, so that would be a good thing. And as far as rusty brake lines, yes, we replace those probably every day. Uh, and oftentimes, it's a big job to manufacture and reroute all of those brake lines. But uh, we do it all the time, and it certainly can be done. And, you know, with the value of used cars nowadays, it makes sense to do it. So yeah. uh, that, that's a good repair. A couple of good questions, George. Thank you. Lori, meanwhile, is calling in from Maple Grove, I believe, this morning. Thanks, Lori. What's your question for Dan? Yeah, thanks. Um, I have a Subaru Crosstrek. It's 2020. And after I went through the car wash about three weeks ago, when I turned left, I have a knock, and it sounds like it's coming from the back. Yeah, I don't know what that would uh, uh, be from the car wash. Although, you know, when you go into a car wash when in, in this cold weather, oftentimes uh, either ice will form in the process of that or it will dislodge ice and cause that problem. So that would be my first thought is that it has something to do with with ice that is uh, that has happened, uh, moved or, or created. And so... I wonder if in the warm weather uh, that'll take care of it, or uh, first thing I would do is drive it some more and see if that noise goes away, and I suspect that it will. If it just started in the car wash, that's the only time that you've heard it, and if it's not gone yet, but if you drive it a ways, uh, I think it probably will go away. 
If that doesn't take care of it, then I think I'd recommend just swinging through a shop and asking one of the professionals to go for a ride with you and, and see what happens, see what they think of it. Uh, but to me, it sounds like it's probably not a big deal. Oh, good. That's good. You know, think Dan, usually, I think... usually things that happen in the car wash uh, go away quickly. Okay. My car always seems to run better after it gets washed. I don't know. Well, you know, I, having said that, one of the things in the car wash, there there is mechanical, you know, if it's one of those ones that pulls the car through, there are things that, that connect to the car. And so uh, there is some, there is a chance that something got bent or misplaced in that process. So if the, if the noise doesn't go away right away, you should bring that in, actually, yeah, and have it checked. Absolutely. Let's grab one more text before you take your leave, Dan. Uh, 2016 Ford Fiesta, the wrench sign is on, does not seem to shift out of first gear. Is it safe to drive until my car appointment on Thursday? And what do you think is wrong? Well, that, if it's not shifting out of first gear, there's something wrong. And uh, you don't want to drive it very far or very long. With its, If it truly indeed is staying in first gear, the engine is getting way over revved in that process. So I would not drive it very much uh, in that condition. And uh, I'm not sure why it's not shifting up. Uh, if you've, you know, shut the vehicle off and gone through that restart procedure a few times and it continues to do that, then uh, clearly it's going to need some attention. And, uh, and uh, you, doing, you know, bringing it in is a good idea, but I would not drive it very much yeah, sure. in first gear until thursday that uh that could create some problems yeah all right dan we have to take our leave for folks who maybe want some help with lloyd's how do we get in touch with you guys there well come on over denny we are at 982 grand avenue right between lexington and victoria in st paul you can find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.net l-l-o-y-d-s lloydsautomotive.net or give us a call 651-228-13 one six. Dan, happy new year to you, your family, and all the good folks at Lloyd's Automotive. And uh, let's uh, do this again next week. Sounds good. Thanks, Danny. Thank you. Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive. Jack Farrell standing by with his wine chat straight ahead here on News Talk 830. This is WCCO. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.